Today I'm joined by Adishola Helen Onadapi, who is from the Ogun State in Nigeria. She is not only a successful businesswoman, but also a spectacular wife and mother of three wonderful girls. Her passion and appreciation for entrepreneurial excellence drives her across Africa and ultimately to the world. By seeking out ladies and women doing remarkable works and achieving greater heights with little or no assistance. She is a trained accountant with over 10 years of banking experience in Nigeria. She's also the founder of Ladies in Business magazine Global. This magazine comes with a huge difference from other women publications. Apart from the great content, it is very creative and inspiring with a great positive impact. Adishola is also the initiator of She Awards Africa, which she extended from Nigeria in 2019 to a global standard. The award is meant to recognize, appreciate, and reward female entrepreneurs globally. She has now started the She Global Awards in the UAE. She's also the biz owner of Business Innovation Academy Initiative, which is in collaboration with the Business Research and Development, BRAD UK. It is a training academy in the UK that equips business starters and entrepreneurs with the right tools and certification required to survive the tough business climate. She's also the founder and pioneer of the Africa Change Movement in the UAE, which is the first of its kind in the UAE, setting up a platform for Africans in the UAE to find their balance upon arriving or living in the UAE. Adishola is an intelligent female activist, hardworking and principled lady who is the voice of the young female entrepreneurial movement in Nigeria and beyond. She doesn't take no for an answer and she's extremely passionate about anything and everything that has to do with women and she's moving ahead with full tenacity to ensure that all female entrepreneurs and unsung heroes are seen, heard and recognised globally. She has um, been awarded numerous awards and recognitions such as Woman of Substance Award in 2021 by St. Mother Teresa University, India, World Peace Ambassador by World Peace Tracts, She Awards UAE in 2021 in the Achievers category, Global Humanitarian Award 2021, as well as the Patroness Youth Up Global in Nigeria. She has been awarded the Beacon of Hope by Northern Youth Advocate for Good Governance in Nigeria and Influential Woman of Excellence Award, as well as the Most Adaptable Woman Entrepreneur 2021 by the International Entrepreneur Woman Society in Dubai. She has been on the panel of judges of the top 50 women in management in Sri Lanka, an African businesswoman leader by Rap Chamber of Commerce and Industry UAE. She has also been awarded the Middle East Women Leaders by World Women Leadership Congress, as well as Business Global Leader, Leaders Without Borders Development Center, and Entrepreneur Woman of the Year by the African Women Economic and Leadership Forum and Awards. Adishola is also um, the part of a campaign for the president of Nigeria. She was on the um, presidency campaign um, uh, which ultimately led to the successful recruitment of the president of Nigeria uh, when he won the campaign. She's also part of the African 
um, Arab Women Chamber of Commerce. So absolutely amazing in all that you've achieved, Adishola. Uh, can we begin by asking you about your background in your own words? Oh, thank you so much, uh, Anum, for having me. It is uh, my great pleasure to be here uh, at every particular point in time that I have the opportunity to discuss about my journey to people because uh, it's always a great pleasure for me because I'm sure some way, somehow, we get to inspire someone to tell them that uh, you can be more and you can do more. Nothing is stopping you. Yeah, so uh, my background, I'm an accountant by profession. I work in the banking industry for like about 15 years uh, with three banks in Nigeria. And then though while working in the banking sector, I knew that uh, there is so much more that is in me that I can do. I felt that I've been, you know, entangled in the four walls of the bank, right? But um, at the same time, uh, in fact, when I was about leaving the banking industry, I was I, I had a promotion list. I was on the promotion list, but something said to me, no, I have to go. I was tempted to stay back with the promotion, but I said no, because I know what is in me to deliver like some kind of uh, my ministry to do on the heart. So I felt that I have that um a duty. I have that, um, you know, call on me to to do whatever I've been doing, and I believe even that I have not even done anything. <laughs> like I still have so much to do, right? So, um, my background in uh from Nigeria has been wonderful, and uh, because of this, you know, high inquisitive in me, um, I started my event management company after leaving the banking industry. I started my uh, academy, Business Innovation Academy Industry. Uh, I mean, uh, Business Innovation uh, Academy Training. And uh, I also um, started my magazine publication for women. Because uh, as a woman, we we are kind of um, being separated. I don't want to say separated, but... Uh, we have so much, you know, that we have to fight for ourselves. And as a mother of three girls also, so it has given me this, um, you know, this confidence to actually fight and do things for women as uh, we grow. So uh, I, I started the magazine publication also, which is Ladies in Business magazine focusing on women globally to talk about their success stories, to share about their struggle stories and uh, inspire someone somewhere. And um, all these things I've been doing in Nigeria, but again, I wasn't very content with the whole thing. I said to myself, you know what? Why not take your local business to a global level? And which is why I found myself in Dubai, <laughs> though uh, my daughter, she's in the university, was in the university then. So I said, let me go to check on her and see how she's going, you know. And uh, upon getting to Dubai, I said to myself, I said, you know what, why can't I just continue what I've been doing? Realizing that um, when it comes to women, I, I found out that we are actually facing the same thing all over the world. So I said to myself, let me just start you know, whatever I've been doing, you know, I mean, because we are all different religion, different culture, whatever it is, there's a center point for all of us 
that we have a common ground that we always meet ourselves as women. So I said the same thing in by it's tremendous, it's wonderful. And the journey, you know, went on like that. And uh, after that, I last year I had a call back home <laughs> in the sense that uh, I uh, I found myself back in my country because like we used to say, home is still home, wherever you may go, whatever you are doing, right? But again, not that uh, to Dubai was uh, it was a wonderful experience for me because I was able to study people from another region, people that are not of the same religion and culture with me. But funny, uh, I realized that we have some synergies uh, from, uh, uh, you know, in the UAE, people living in the UAE and uh, people from uh, Africa as well. So um, by, by and large, I was able to thrive by God's grace with the people because uh, I found them very accommodating, very loving, and a very truthful people because uh, once they realize you are a truthful person also, they, they, they bestow their trust on you and they'll be able to free and flow with you no matter your color, no matter wherever you come from. So, you know, which makes me to know and believe that... Um, Whatever color you have doesn't matter. Whatever race you, you come from doesn't matter. It's your heart that is important because people can see, th they can see through your heart. They can tell whom you are. So if you're a good person, it, it doesn't matter whether you're black or you're white. Your heart is the one that will be able to speak for you. And then talking about speaking for you, that has really, really spoke, you know, greatly well for me uh in dubai precisely and in the entire you know cities of uh, uae you know back back and forth and i stayed there for like about five years and uh yeah i'm uh kind of um now trying to take my journey back home to nigeria uh because of my new uh appointment as the uh pr director of the nigerian diaspora for Ashwaju, who is the president of Nigeria, uh, we created and started the Dubai chapter for its campaign uh, towards this presidency uh, last year, 2023. And uh, we thank God uh, he won the election. And because of that, uh, it has, you know, taken my journey back home a bit, you know, to be part of my people back home in Nigeria. Not just that part, it has actually opened so many other doors for me uh, in the areas of uh, being a platform, I mean, being a bridge gapping uh, for both regions between Africa and the UAE, uh, the GCC region, which uh, uh, has opened the doors for me to be facilitating and be, uh, be a communicating um, director for companies investors from the UAE looking into uh, to, to, to do one or two investments in Nigeria. So uh, I've been a connector of uh, couples of uh, investment here in Nigeria for from people, from investors and companies from uh, United Arab Emirates. And then uh, based on that, uh, that was when I created the African Arab uh, women Chamber of Commerce, because again, uh, even in the history, um, the Arab region and the African region, they, they, they've been doing some business trade, um, bilateral business trade uh, before. 
So I, I thought to myself, I said, okay, uh, now we can enhance that more uh, through the women because uh, women are always fond of, you know, doing one business or the other, trading and all that. So um, creating that uh, chamber of commerce is really um, for the purpose of bridging the gap for a common ground for economic development and bilateral relationship between the African region and the um, um, GCC region. And uh, that has been my journey so far. And the rest has been history. <laughs> what, what an amazing, spectacular journey. And you've achieved such an incredible amount. And tell us, what was it like being on um, the campaigning um body the campaigning committee for the president of nigeria what was that experience like and what was that feeling when he actually won as well yeah actually the experience was a wonderful one apart from the fact that uh, mr president his excellency is from my tribe in my country so which actually gave me the huge uh, opportunity to say what you know i have to support you know a great man from my country, you understand I me, mean, from my tribe. So that is the first thing for me. Apart from that, is the best man suitable to be the president of Nigeria at this particular point in time where we really, really, really need things to move forward, to renew the hope of Nigerians living in Nigeria for us to have a better life and a better living. So because I've, um, I, I, I've, I've had the opportunity to work with him in the past, which is a, 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 there was an organization where they have like an NGO. So I so much believe in him. I'm not a politician in any way. I have never joined politics, right? This is my first time of, you know, engaging myself when it comes to politics. So coming into it, it was an intentional act for me. It was uh, something that I really believed in. And uh, of course, true to be told, you. The, the, the result of the outcome of him winning the presidency was, you know, wonderful for me. Like, you know what? I believed in something and it actually came to pass because this is the person I believed in that can actually deliver Nigerians from the hardship and take uh, give them a renewed hope and take them to the next level that the country needs, you know, to 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 develop. So. It was a great, wonderful experience for me. I was so happy that he eventually won. And for me personally, it actually tells me that uh, I'm on the right path of doing what is right, of doing what is good, not just for me, but for the people of my country. And like I said, that has actually given birth to so many other things for me from Dubai, from Abu Dhabi, back to Nigeria, bringing in investors that are willing to invest in Nigeria. And of course, they need someone, a trusted source, uh, a channel that they have known, that they have seen, that have been with them before. So I, I was a quick um, quick choice for some you know, industries and some investors back home in Dubai, because again, uh, by the grace of God, I had a very wonderful relationship with the Arab people back in Dubai, Rasakema, Abu Dhabi, Sharjah, you know, you mentioned them. So uh, it was a great privilege for me, and uh, really, I'm, I'm really, really thankful. And I, 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 I thank God that um, I, I put myself in there at the right time. Fantastic, and what an incredible achievement, you know, in all that you're doing. Um, you're also uh, on 
the sort of the organizational structure of the African Arab um, Women Chamber of Commerce. Before we go into that, I want to ask from a female perspective, you know, talking about business, talking about commerce, finance is something that comes into play. And I think Mm -hmm. sometimes there's a perception, depending on demographics as well, that there's a little bit shyness about women Mm -hmm. and finance. As an entrepreneur myself, sometimes I feel really shy about um, finance, even I'm self-funding Odyssey Global Media. And, And I think, I don't know, I mean, I wonder if this is like a societal construct. I wonder if this is because of maybe a lack of knowledge, a lack of sort of education. Um, What do you think we can do to kind of bridge that gap and bridge that barrier? Because sometimes it's that kind of that, that gap that's missing from really getting a startup business going and succeeding to it sort of stalling and halting and kind of having a bumpy ride along the way. What can we do to kind of really address that in terms of economics, commerce, business, this bridge between economization, I can't say it correctly, uh, the economy and gender, the female entrepreneurs, what can we do? Yeah, thank you so much uh, for that question. Of course, you know, it's actually a global thing. It's not just you. I've been on that path also. I've experienced such also. But one thing I used to tell myself, um, if uh, we women can actually uh, decide to stand up to the task and not just by standing up or just talking, but by putting uh, adequate work on yourself, You've actually, you know, come to the table with something valuable that uh, no man will be able to say no to you because they know that you are coming from the place of understanding of being of an equipped person that know what uh, she has put in place in order to deserve that um, uh, finance or whatever she is requesting from at, you know, on any table at everywhere. Yeah, it's not easy to ask because. Of course, we are women, um, especially when you're married, uh, you have the family, you have the kids, you have uh, yourself, you have the home to take care of. So having a proper equipping, you know, ourselves with training, with, um, you know, good, uh, great value for our business, for whatever that we're doing so that um, when you present whatever you're doing on the table, they will know that, okay, yes, you have actually, you know, come straight and come, you know, packaged and well-loaded. So, first of all, I'm going to say for every entrepreneur, female entrepreneur out there, out there, make sure that uh, you have really, really equipped yourself first before you come to the table. Don't come to the table empty. Don't come nonchalant. Don't come unprepared. Come well-packaged. When you come well-packaged, and sometimes we need to have um, some uh, phase and stage of experience of um how do I call it, to enjoy the process of your journey. When you start a business today, don't expect it to groom or bloom in the next one, two years. You have to give it time to mature, just like the way we give back to a baby. The baby just don't start working the very day we give back to the baby, right? So you have to give time and enjoy the process. Allow yourself to fail and get back up again. 
it's okay to fail because now you are coming up with experience. You're coming up with understanding and you make the same mistake that you have made before. So for me, I really enjoy the process of my, you know, entrepreneurship journey. So when I now come to the table with, with stakeholders, when they need to make decisions, they can't tell me no because I've gained levels of experience and uh, I've been, I have records to prove it also. So all those things are the attributes that uh, women need to put together, have a proper structure of a company, have an accounting policy. If you have to ask for a loan from the bank, when they see your records of accountability of your losses and your expenses of your profits and everything, that will give them the uh, confidence that, okay, you are a very uh, prim and proper person. You are qualified for, uh, I mean, you are credible enough to be given a loan because uh, you've proved yourself worthy of such a loan. So. I'm going to, like I said, I, I will tell every female entrepreneurs out there that uh, sit down. There is no time to rush. I mean, there, there, there is no, uh, it's okay. Don't don't bother yourself rushing. Like I used to say, after all, they don't pick latecomers for success. Do they pick latecomers for success? No. Everybody is going to arrive at a success or at a success destination at every particular point in time. And like I used to say also that uh, women can actually achieve everything, but not at the same time. There are phases and stages of things. You have to do this one at the stage. If you're done with that, you move on to the next stage. After that, you move on to the next stage. All those things are processes, procedures that we should follow through. And uh, like uh, this Oscar winner said that uh, slow and being being slow is the fastest way to success. We shouldn't be in a hurry. And uh, definitely, I assure you, we will get to our final destination. <laughs> That's a really wise and uh, pertinent advice. And I think it's just so lovely to see your confidence. It's so inspiring as well, because like you said, and female entrepreneurs, they're at different stages. Um, sometimes, you know, you might have an initial stage where it's blossoming and flourishing. Then you might need to take out time to pause and reflect, think about strategy, think about the strategic Absolutely. direction, think about the business stream. So this Absolutely. is really lovely. Um, you are also... Um, the founder of She Awards as well, um, and you're also looking at organizing that. Um, tell us what's that like, you know, because it, this also comes under event management as well. What are the challenges with that? What are the opportunities and the successes? Yes, um, thank you so much. You know, She Awards Global actually was carved out from the Ladies in Business magazine Global because uh What's the essence of creating the magazine in the first place? I was actually a victim of creating what I've created. I mean, the magazine itself, because when I left the banking industry and I started my event business, I was doing so well. But I found out that nobody's recognizing me. And along the line also, you know, organizing events, seminars, conferences, and I saw, you know, lots of women doing wonderfully well for themselves. Of course, they are not big, but again, whatever they're doing within their own capacity should be well appreciated, should be seen, heard, and recognized. 
So that was why I came about uh, the Ladies in Business magazine global. And that's why on the magazine, we are not focusing on celebrities. We are not focusing on the ready-made women. We are not focusing on women that has got it all. We're focusing on women that are coming up. We are focusing on women that are doing so well for themselves and um, they, 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 nobody is recognizing or noticing them. So we tend to feature women like this in the Ladies in Business magazine global. And it's a global magazine. We cover and feature women from every part of the world, whether you're black, whether you're white. We are not tribalistic. We are very global. We are everywhere. Because like I said the other time, we are all the same after all. By the time you put everything together, you understand. So um, She Awards was actually carved out, like I said, because I, I said it, I said to myself, okay, after you know bringing out all these women, showcasing them, feed, uh, uh, you know, featuring them, what next? I said, you know what? Let's have she awards global, where we can really reward and applaud all these women for their effort of putting in whatever they must have been doing to become who they are. I mean, moving from stage A to stage B is a success, but unfortunately, we don't tend to appreciate or reward or applaud little success, is except when you have a very huge conglomerate or building, you know, that the Forbes or will come and pick you up and say, oh, now she has hit $60 million billion deal, right? <laughs> I said to myself, it shouldn't be. Yeah, there should be a place where people should be um, rewarded and applauded for them to do more for whatever they are doing to inspire them to do more, to let them know that you can be more. And that is why she awards come into place. And that I have started for the past five years also, uh, since when we started the magazine as well. And it's been a wonderful one. And each time we are doing this award, for all the awardees, you'll be hearing all those women saying, thank you so much for this award for the past 20 years, for the past 15 years, for the past 25 years that I've been working. It's as if nobody's seen me. This is the first time I've been awarded. It's almost like an emotional atmosphere award because women are being touched that thank god somebody's seeing me thank god i'm being notified thank god I'm, I'm i'm getting awarded on my effort and that will make them to go back home to do more right so you know like abraham abraham maslow's hierarchy of human wants it mentioned self-esteem when you're able to boost the self-esteem of all these female entrepreneurs you can see how much wonder they can do and right now we are having this uh, She Awards now next in Ghana. Uh, we've been doing it back in uh, Dubai. We've had it before in Nigeria. The first one we had in Nigeria and the fourth, uh, one, two, three, fourth edition, we had it in Dubai. So we tried to take it back to Africa right now. And we're going to Ghana by April to have the next She Awards Global 2024. Oh, incredible, incredible. Um... It's just wonderful, you know, with everything that you're doing. And and just reflecting back on your journey, I think you had the courage to sort of change direction, you know, when you went from the banking industry to follow your passion. And I think in sort of seeing your life story, women around the world, professional women or women, you know, that are thinking of going to different professions, they can learn that it's okay. It's okay to change careers. It's okay to kind of look at... 
um, changing the sectors that you're working in to follow your pursue your passions to see what works and um, sometimes things come together better as a result of that and Absolutely. I want to ask you what does the future hold for you what are your future aspirations and dreams <laughs> on your journey <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, let me just talk before answering that question. Let me just uh, answer uh, some parts of, you know, uh, regarding the award. Um, we, the, the award uh, is in four categories. We have the Achievers Award. We have the um, Ladies in Business Award, uh, top, la top Ladies in Business Award. And we have the Corporate Ladies in Business category. And we have the Young Female Ladies uh, category as well. Uh, the Achievers Award is meant for, you know, the women that are already up there, you know, they are at the top. I mean, they, they, they are made and they are done. And the corporate uh, ladies in business is still for those that are still in the office. Because, again, sometimes uh, some companies will organize award shows and events, but they still don't, you know, recognize some of their staff. And they are doing well as well. But, you know, sometimes, you know, some political things that goes on in the office, you know. So we still look at some wonderful ladies in the corporate world that are doing well. We award them as well. So we are not just based only on entrepreneurs or female entrepreneurs, right? And uh, we have the young female categories also. These are young female ones that are looking up to us, that are looking up to be like us. And like I used to say, I said, please don't be like me be more than me because my time, uh, I, I, I'm making use of what I have now. By the time it's your time, you may have more opportunities than I do. So please inspire to be more than me. Don't be like me. right? So we have all these younger ones coming up to, feel, to, to, to be young, you know, female boss leaders. I mean, my daughter is an example of that. She's a graduate from uh, Middlesex University. Of, uh, she has a BSc in, in international relations. She has her own company of uh, makeup products. She's a makeup artist. And right now she's into huge content creator, you know, working for brands and advertising their, you know, their products. I mean, she's making a lot of money already by herself even before she finished her school. So, you know, we need to encourage all these younger ones for them to be established so they don't go through what we went through so that by the time they get to our age, they're already, you know, established. So that's what the uh, Young Female uh, Leaders Category Award is meant for. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go back to the main question that you talked about uh, my, um, sorry, what is it again? <laughs> Your future dreams and aspirations. Yeah, what my future owes for me. Yeah, um, by the grace of God, uh, with the level I'm going, I, I, I see myself already as a philanthropist. And not just that, uh, I, I'm at the moment, I'm hoping to get, uh, by the grace of God, uh, uh, to be an honorary council of a of a country to my country, I um, don't want to mention now. Uh, maybe I'm stylishly uh digress a bit into uh politics, but in the business part, yeah, and in the economic development uh, part in the uh, of other countries attaching to my country. So that's uh, what I'm looking at right now. And I think that's what the future was for me at the end of the day. 